What is Sin Day? The Day of Original Sin? Well, thanks to the Book of Jubilees, we not only know the date, but we know the day of the week. Wow. This is incredible because when you find out what day this is, many things will come into perspective, especially regarding the topic of the heated Sabbath debate. Oh, this is going to be good. Revelation will abound with this profound answer in Jubilees. Open your book of Jubilees to chapter 3, verse 17. And after the completion of the seven years which he had completed there, in the Garden of Eden, that's where we are, seven years exactly, everyone see that? Seven years exactly to the day. That is specific language we will explore. We're going to figure out what day of the week Adam and Eve sinned, and what day of the week he entered the Garden of Eden even. Wow. You wait. And in the second month, on the 17th day of the month, hmm, even that date sounds familiar. We'll see that too. The serpent came and approached the woman, and the serpent said to the woman, Hath God commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Now, do you know this record has been there all along? We have the exact date and day of the week in which Eve was approached, which is the day both Adam and Eve sinned, and also the day Satan sinned. It is sin day, the first original sin for man and angels in all of Scripture. You'll never find anything in Scripture that defines sin prior to this day. Now, we appropriately title this Sin Day, but let's go deeper. We're going to use the Qumran calendar from the Dead Sea Scrolls as laid out by our friends over at Zadok Way. We've been using their calendar. Uh, it's not perfect, but it's pretty good. Uh, on this, they match the one found in Qumran, undoubtedly. You can look it up for yourself. We've given links many times to Giza Verms. Uh, Dead Sea Scroll Publishing. So it's not perfect, but this is certainly accurate. The second month on the 17th day of the month brings us to Sunday. Ooh, wait a minute. You mean the Catholic Church, who was caught in their own history as basically documenting themselves that they did not follow the biblical Sabbath on Saturday. That's a telltale sign of that which is not his church, because they weren't keeping what the apostles kept. Pretty, pretty clear. See, they condemn themselves. We should be looking for those continuing the Bible practice, and they even admit they do not. And Hebrews says the Catholic Church represents unbelief, even. It's what it says. Check out our Sabbath series for that. The Sabbath was always Saturday, not Sunday. That's not in Scripture and not even in the early ecclesia of Turkey. You know the ones Messiah called in Revelation, his ecclesia? Yeah, if they weren't following that continued practice of keeping Saturday of the apostles, well, 
Who were they following? Their claim Messiah rose on Sunday is illiterate, as Scripture says he rose on the Sabbath. It was still Saturday on the biblical calendar. Yes, they have the hours mixed up, as do the Jews. Watch our Sabbath series for that. However, how can this apostate church actually claim to move, and they moved it, not Messiah, nor any apostle, the Sabbath to Sin Day, the day of the week that commemorates, in an ancient perspective, the original sin of man and angel in the garden. Could an organization calling itself his be more illiterate and essentially the opposite? Well, likely not. Now, what else does this mean? Let's just follow this through. Well, if Adam and Eve sinned and were exiled on Sunday, and it is exactly seven years from when Adam entered the garden, then guess what? Adam even entered the garden on the Sabbath. But, of course, we're told, well, he didn't keep it. He didn't even know what it was, right? Uh, well, let's see. No. There he is in Yahuwah's presence, where Yahuwah and all of his angels are keeping the Sabbath. Right there, with Adam present, and, well, it would take an illiterate scholar to have the gall to then claim Adam was like, Duh, I don't know. What is everybody doing? Hello? Uh, Why aren't you working today, everybody? I don't get it. Why am I the only one tilling the ground? What's going on? Ah, I'll just ignore it and uh, play dumb because after all, I am a Neanderthal. Not. This is an insane way to view Adam, who was brilliant, not a Neanderthal, and yet this is what the Catholic Church and much of the Protestant Church even wants us to believe. Adam well knew what was happening every seventh day on Saturday. And if he did not keep the Sabbath in the presence of Yahuwah, in his Holy of Holies, in the Garden of Eden, well, he already sinned because that is transgression of the law. That's the definition of sin. So he didn't keep the very law that Yahuwah kept in his presence. That is illiterate. Notice Satan knew better than to defile the Sabbath even. Imagine that. Instead, he waited until the day after. He is cunning indeed. But wait a minute. Not only is sin day, Sunday, we know this day. Check this out. Let's go to Jubilees 5, verse 23. And he entered... The ark. In the sixth year thereof, in the second month, on the new moon of the second month, till the sixteenth, and he entered, and all that we brought to him, all the animals, into the ark. And Yahuwah closed it from without on the seventeenth, that's of the second month, same day Adam and Eve were exiled, the same day they sinned. So the 17th evening, 24, 
and Yahuwah opened seven floodgates of heaven and the mouths of the fountains of the great deep, seven mouths in number. For this is Judgment Day Sunday in history of the largest events known to man. The flood erupted on this day, and the same as Adam sinned and was exiled. Wow. And it was Sunday on the week clock. So I got an idea. Let's take the creation, Sabbath, and uh, let's just move it from its historically fixed place since creation to the day of the week that man and the angel fell, to the day of the week that the flood judgment erupted? Yeah, that sounds like a wonderful idea, something maybe Satan would think of. Only an illiterate church who can't read and does not remotely represent scripture would move the Sabbath from Saturday to sin day. Again, we detail the Sabbath in our Sabbath series. If you have not seen it, watch. Or get our book, about to be released, Rest, The Case for Sabbath, coming soon. But wait, aren't we being a little extreme here? I mean, Sunday is not a bad day. No doubt, in fact, even Shavuot takes place on a Sunday each year, so no Sunday itself is not a bad day in essence, but we're talking about the Sabbath, the ancient seventh day of the week, or Saturday. We're going back to creation here. But wait a minute, is there some scriptural uh, precedence for the thinking that day represents, uh, such as defiling an actual weekday, a day of the week, actually? Yes. Brown Driver Briggs Hebrew Lexicon, you can access on Blue Letter Bible and other places, renders this exhaustive definition for the Hebrew word for curse. Now look at this. Within this definition of the Hebrew word interpreted curse is cursors of the day, magicians whose imprecations made days unlucky. Now, Adam is no magician. But Satan is. Hmm. It's used that way in Job 3.8. And oh, would you look at that. This definition is specific to Genesis 3.14 and 17. The garden curse. Wow. They defiled this day, and that is why the flood broke out the same day of judgment. Second month, 17th day, even on the calendar. Yahuwah does that. However, this is also no coincidence that Satan and the synagogue of Satan, founded in Turkey, where the seat of Satan is, and the synagogue of Satan is said in Revelation to have operated then and now, you know, called the Catholic Church today, would defile the Sabbath by moving it to the day Satan defiled to sin day on Sunday. Now, this is no coincidence indeed. But wait, aren't we being a little extreme here? I mean, Sunday's not a bad day, no doubt. Let's redeem Sunday as a day, but let us not forget in ancient terms what happened on that day, because this is significant. 
in the very first years of man in the garden, and it's repeated in the flood. Yahuwah doesn't make defiled days. All of his days are important, but only one is set apart as holy, separated, sanctified, and that is the Saturday Sabbath. So let's go ahead and redeem Sunday, but do not forget the ancient significance of moving Sabbath, a creation day, to the original sin day. Jubilees 531, and the floods disappeared from above the earth in the fifth week in the seventh year thereof, and on the seventeenth day in the second month, the earth was dry. See, the same day is the day the earth was made dry even on the calendar. That doesn't change what happened, but Yahuwah can redeem days, no doubt. However, he doesn't move his Sabbath to sin day in any scripture, period. It just doesn't happen. Yahushua said he is Lord of Mark 2, 28, and that means he's Lord of the seventh day, which we know to be Saturday. He didn't declare that only to move it to the first day of the week, Nor did the apostles get the message because, well, they continued to keep the Sabbath Saturday. For 85 Sabbaths in the book of Acts alone. I mean, these are not scholars, folks. They obviously are not basing their opinion on the Bible if they think they can move the Sabbath. You got to get the book, rest the case for Sabbath, over 400 pages coming soon. Now, we chart that. So the evidence is all there. We support it. In fact, even Shavuot does take place on a Sunday each year. So no, Sunday itself is not a bad day in essence. Yes, you can meet for church any day, actually. The apostles met every day many times. But we're talking about the Sabbath, the ancient seventh day of the week or Saturday, which has never changed nor can it, nor will it, according to Messiah himself. Read Matthew five seventeen through 20. Wow, all these years we had no idea that the Catholic position, and even Protestant in most churches, in moving the Sabbath, which only they moved without authority, easily proven, by the way, Again, get the book. It's over 400 pages of evidence. Is actually they're defiling the Sabbath and equating it to sin day, the day of original sin, the day the flood broke out as well. Ouch. And they keep debating after over a thousand years of being outright wrong and unbiblical. Imagine that. There's a reason. And we're getting to that in our answers in Second Esdras series, already underway. Watch it if you're not. This is a short one this week, but powerful. We hope everyone learns something today. Yah bless to everyone.
The Book of Jubilees, the Torah calendar, named by the temple priests in Qumran, as the source of the exact determination of how to keep Torah's calendar in the Damascus document. Yes, they called it Torah and used it as such. This book renders the very first map of the world, the most ancient geography in all of history. Jubilees also known as the Book of Division, as Noah partitions the entire earth to his three sons, finds the Garden of Eden in the Philippines, pinpoints the seat of Gog of Magog's power, demonstrates continental divides originate with Noah and much more. It is the second witness to Genesis and Torah and concurs. It tests as Torah and we encourage you to review this full test for yourself in the beginning of this book. It was the priests who were exiled from the temple who lived in Qumran, known in Bible times as Bethabara, where Messiah was baptized and John the Baptist of temple priestly caste lived and operated. As these were his fellow Levite priests exiled from the temple, who continued to keep scripture there, as well as operate a function, compound, modeled in part after the temple. This is the only historic library of precedence for the Old Testament canon in ancient history, yet explained away in willing ignorance, just as 2 Peter 3 warned. Based on the R.H. Charles translation from the Ethiopic, this book will enlighten and its revelation will rock your world. As all 50 chapters appear in this book with curated and edited margin notes, in large print Bible format, easy to read. This 288-page quality paperback has a high-resolution section of maps that represent the world's oldest map by Noah. Read it and test it for yourself, and you will likely find, as we have, this book is inspired, even canon, in history. Available free worldwide in ebook or purchase a print copy today on Shopee Philippines or Amazon internationally. Just go to bookofjubilees.org and the links are there for your area. We also offer bundle pricing with our other books in the Philippines. Our books are already expanding now, being read in 52 countries and more than half of the provinces in the Philippines. Join thousands who are finding this useful in their lives.